So, okay. What's good, everybody? My name is Christina AK. I'm Miss Chrissy, though. And today I have here with me Nobody G-H-Y, okay, a.k.a. Nobody Gonna Hurt You. And he <laughs> is an amazing um, gospel soul trap artist, as we were discussing, okay? And I'm, I'm the one that said it, not him. <laughs> I appreciate I appreciate that, though. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we were just having a conversation about, you know, melodic tones and bars and how, you know, I believe that the future of, you know, hip-hop as a genre, Drake was saying on the interview, um how like there's gonna be a mixture of more like singing you know what i'm saying that's where he sees the industry going not that we're trying to be like them but we could glorify christ with our gifts you know what i'm saying respectfully um and so i personally enjoy the music because it's like where the world is and i think that that's christ-like you know if we are where they are and we can meet them accordingly and reach them like that in a place where there's comfort for them. I say, why not go? You know, so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't, I, I get that. I think um, when I first started, I actually used Drake as kind of like a, a reference. Um, in my bio, I was like, you know, kind of like a Drake, Bryson Tiller, um, but with, with a little bit, not even Lecrae, because I'm not like, because Lecrae is like, is, is like a rapidy rap thing. Yeah. Um, but, but um, maybe like a, like a, a KB or maybe like kind of like a Paris Cariz. Yeah. Um, but but with with even with a lot of people in the genre, they're all rap, and I think that's that's really the, that's the hardest part about being like you said, like a, a gospel trap soul type thing. Yeah. Um, because like I was saying before, Christian hip hop is a is a rap. That's it's Christian rap, right? Right. Um, that's that's the the genre. So so when when I'm singing and I do rap while I'm singing. But yeah. I can't classify myself as a rapper because I'm singing. You know what I mean? Right. No, I, so get, it. A, I get it. Yeah, it's a weird medium. Because you, know? you got people so. who can do both, like, mm-hmm. well. You know what I'm saying? But kind of like, um, I think this is where the industry is going. And if we can go where they are, it's not so much about being so much like them. Like, my main prayer is that I could be anointed. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, wherever God sends me, I'm like, wherever my skill set is please just let your anointing be so heavy on it that they can feel mm-hmm. you and they can see you and sense you and know that you're with me you know what i'm saying because mm-hmm. it's the anointing that breaks yokes and it's the anointing that's going to be able to let somebody hear your song and be like it's there's something different about this person and it's really the anointing you know what i'm saying exactly so yeah, i no. believe there's a way to like navigate that terrain in an anointed way where you're using mm-hmm. your gift like just like David, you know what I'm saying? Because he was mm-hmm. a psalmist and an art. I believe David was an artist, but you know, mm-hmm. I'm a little bit controversial. But you know, <laughs> the woods. And but see, our thing is, I think my my theme is I love Jesus and trap beats. So mm-hmm. hey, that's what's up. Yeah. So yeah, I, I hear that it's definitely it's definitely anointing. I mean, even the anointing pushes the pen, right? So right. So the way I write is I write for like. And my fiance is like, oh, you should pan it out, you know, throughout, you know, the entire month or whatever. But I write, I write for a week. I don't write for the week and I pray and, you know, I'll, I'll just, I just won't think about music, right? I'll listen to it, but I won't think about my own. Um, And then for the the next week I'll write and then next week I won't. So that, that week that I don't write, it's really me focusing on, you know, Hey God, like, even though I'm not writing right now, you're still delivering the message that I need to deliver next week. 
and you know the week after that um and that's that's really the anointing because you know when i was first starting out i was like oh i gotta push out songs 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 every day i at least gotta write a song every day and um for a while that worked definitely but um you know as the anointing got bigger and the things that i wrote about had to get softer um or had to get uh you know deeper sorry deeper um writing every day didn't cut it and it didn't make uh it just wasn't cutting it in myself and it wasn't cutting it um in the anointing that i had so so yeah i i agree with that it's definitely it has to be anointing driven turn the stove off i'm sorry i'm so sorry that's so ratchet like i was trying to make tea before i came up here so um i don't want to burn the house down no you're fine but I think that you made a really valid point about writing for a week and resting for a week. Because what I found was, oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. What I found was in my business exploits, I was so focused on it that it became my God. Mm. And I had, to, I, had go, I had to go through this thing like where I had to be real with God and say, you know what, I'm just going to sit this down because this, this had become my God and I found myself so upset about it not working out but sometimes when things don't work out it's god's anointing guiding you to the place that you're supposed to be street church music was working like i would post like because we've had it since 2017 and i would especially with the pandemic i noticed that i would post something you know and then 23 people would engage with it or like it or Mm -hmm. be making comments on it and i had at the time seven or eight different um platforms and so you know god was like delete all that and just focus on this and so that's what i've been Mm -hmm. doing but the thing you said about resting, the thing I noticed is that when it's something that God has anointed you to do, people don't, people in the entrepreneurial space don't really get it, that when you're in God's will, you can rest. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Psalms 23, he, he makes me lie down in the green pastures. Mm-hmm. So there's something beautiful about being able to write for a week and rest for a week because he's restoring you while you're resting. And then you exactly. know that you're pouring from a place where it's like mm-hmm. he's pouring into you and you're full. And so that you can go out of your overflow, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so that's what I'm noticing, even with this, even with me focusing more so on my music, like, and my biggest prayer is not to allow it to become my God. And when mm-hmm. I stress on it and I'm worried about it, then I'm like, I know I have to back up. And so now, like, when I feel myself in those places, I go to my Bible. Mm-hmm. And it's not just to go to my Bible, just to read. It's a, Lord, I'm feeling anxious about this thing. <laughs> you know, so I need you for real <laughs> to, yeah. to calm me down and to give me peace. And I just need the scripture, not, not so that somebody can see I'm reading my Bible. No, I really need scripture so, <laughs> so that I can calm down and trust you in the process of whatever you're doing in this season. So I think that's yeah. really dope that you allow that time where it's like for God to pour back into you and for you to be able to use your gifts. It's like a balance. And it proves like that we're trusting him and we're not doing it mm-hmm. in the whole strength too. So I think that's really dope. Yeah. And I think I think trust um trust in this time, you know, 2020 being the time, um, and just trust in the industry period is is key because if you can't trust him and you're relying on your own you know, power or your own lyrics or your own ability to write, um, which he gave to you, um, you find out that that's not going to be enough. You find out that, you know, you write and write and write, you find out you're empty. And then you go to, you go to a place where it's like, well, if I can't write, then what's the point? If I can't continue to write, because, you know, 
all I'm seeing on the, on the internet is, oh, this person's coming out with new music already. This person's coming out with new music. So, you know, and you, you don't think about, oh, they probably wrote that like years ago. You know what I mean? Right. You don't think about that. You just see, you see um, the product and you're like, oh, I need that product. So I'm going to strive for that product every day. When, you, when you're missing the point, when you're looking at the product, you're, you, you want to strive to be, you know, clear in the head and then, yeah. you know, Thanks. clear in the path to where you're supposed to be going, which is, you know, towards Christ. So the rest period, the rest period is actually more important than the writing you know, process of the, uh, of the process that I go through. Um, because yeah. the rest yeah. is where you actually, you get spoken to, you know, that's a, the rest is a hearing process. Like what is God saying to me for next week? Or even what is God saying to me in my heart about the, what I'm going through right now? And can I get a song out of that? Because, you know, with every process or with every, um, you know, problem that we have, the Lord is going to get the glory out of it. So with that glory, I write, you know what I mean? Right. So I think that's a, I think that's, that's, that's nice that you said trust because trust is a huge part of this industry. I think it is. It's like trusting God that, and what I find just as somebody who is at this point looking for content creators, because street church music was the radio station. Like it came from frustration. I was tired mm-hmm. of going into the car. I love Jesus and trap beats, which means that I don't necessarily want to listen to, you know, regular I don't want to say the world, the word secular, but I, that's not mm-hmm. my jam, you know? And so I, I really just wanted to go into the car, you know, and be able to listen to what I like. And so what mm-hmm. I love about it is that, like, you can literally click on the link in our Instagram, and if you have, like, mm-hmm. Wi-Fi in your car, or if you have, like, aux cable or whatever, you can listen to it in the car. Yeah, it takes a couple extra steps. However, mm-hmm. we're working on trying to get um, the FM in Cleveland, starting in Cleveland and stuff. We mm-hmm. have to get parents through the FCC. And so I'm working on that, but I'm glad that, you know, God has given us the technology to be able to now, at least, you know, I listen to it in my car, I'm, yeah. <laughs> but I'm, you know, and so with that, I'm finding that there's so much music and like you were saying, like being worried about what the next thing is, it's like, there's so many songs that people have been asleep on for such a long time within our yeah. genre that has no home. <laughs> mm. <laughs> And so I'm just excited because it's like waiting on God. Sometimes it doesn't come like right away, but then eventually it's like, I just see it like a wave of mm-hmm. just a lot of people who've been waiting in this space to not, you know, they're not really being heard to mm-hmm. there being like a breakthrough. And it's just like so much, like, like an yeah. overflow of music. The blessings start to come. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so tell us about your project. Your recent, so, most recent project, because I know okay, that so, one, it was, was it from this year or earlier this year? Uh, so, Bakudo 9, is, what you, is that what you're referring to, the album? Yeah. Okay, so the album was from last year, actually. Okay, last year. Okay. So, so let, me, let me take you through my process. So, the album was from November of last year. Okay. Um, and in the middle of writing it, I decided to just let it go. Um, and that was, that was rooted in fear, um, rooted in not being good enough, um, and rooted in, you know, I'm just tired of working on it. Um, I'm not feeling it anymore. Right. And that was the, that was the period I was going through, um, and really trusting God and where I was. Um, I had only been writing at that time for not even a year, maybe a couple months. Um, and I was really hyping the album up in my head. <laughs> so, um, so because I was hyping up my head and really not trusting God with it, writing every day, just writing, 
looking at the song and be like, yep, that's going on the album. You know what I mean? And not having a process to it, praying about it. Um, and really seeking God to it. Um, I was really just, you know, making music, putting it on an album, making a song, putting it on an album. Um, and that, that wasn't right. So not, I didn't realize at the time it wasn't right, but now that I know it, you know, it's not right. But so at the time I dropped it. Um, and I told everybody, I was like, you know, this is, this album is mediocre. It's not going to, it's not my best work. Um, it's not, you know, it's not what I think really would represent me, but I needed an album out because I, I wanted people to, to hear what I had to say. You know what I mean? No, I, I can relate. Um, yeah. So um, looking back, I do like the album. Um, I do think, though, I, I can do better. But uh, starting 2020, I was like, you know what? I'm going to push a single out every month. Yeah, because okay. I saw some singles on iTunes. I was looking yeah, so, through the 2020 stuff. And that's why I was like, I thought I saw something from earlier this year. Yeah, yeah. So, so January, I dropped Duality and Nobody DHY, um, which was like a really, it was like a, a rap song. And I really don't, you know, it was like a real rap song. And then I dropped uh, Over You in February, which is about getting over yourself. Um, and then March, uh, I dropped, I want to say, Can't Stop Loving You. No, sorry. In March, I dropped um, Thoughtful Remission 2, which is a sequel to Thoughtful Remission, uh, which I dropped um, around the middle of 2019. Um, which is like my softer, it's my EP that I'm going through. So Thought Permission 1, 2, and then I'm working on 3 now. Uh, thank, thank the Holy Jesus that I'm working on it. Um, that was a process in and of its own. We can get that into it later. Um, but Thought Permission uh, 2 I dropped, which was, um, which was a pretty, a really good EP. And it was really, it's really deep. Um, it's really just about my thoughts and um, uh, how God can lead my thoughts or how sin can lead your thoughts and veer you off the path. Um, and then uh, COVID hit. Uh, I didn't write much. Uh, I was feeling very uninspired based on, you know, all the things that were going on, you know, the racial tension in the country and COVID going on, you know, falling not into a depression, but like a, like a recession in the head, you know, kind of just not wanting to write and not really feeling, you know, God's hand in all of this. Um, kind of feeling like, oh, sin is really running rampant. Um, but uh, I decided to drop uh, Can't Stop Loving You uh, featuring MC Shiro, who's a buddy of mine. He's from Canada. Shout out to him. Um, we dropped that. And um, after that, some some stuff happened. And I was like, you know, I'm going to I'm just not going to I'm not going to you know drop anything for the rest of the year and work on myself. Um, so the summer I had um, I had to really, you know, drop everything. Um, the Lord told me had. I, yeah. The Lord told me um, to just quit music, right? Just listen, listen to me. The Lord told me to quit music um, and, you know, seek him, right? So I'm telling everybody, I'm like, yeah, I'm done with music. I deleted my SoundCloud. I almost deleted all my music off of, off of Apple Music and Spotify and all that, but the Lord was like, don't do that. Um, but yeah, so I was in my heart, I was ready to stop because I was losing myself in it. Um, and in my head, I was ready to stop because I just felt like I couldn't do it. Um, but throughout the summer, the Lord was really speaking into my heart and just telling me, you know, you really lost yourself in the music. You started to rely on, on you. And that's why I took it away from you because I want, I wanted to be your God and not the music, like you said. Um, and I had a really, I had a really personal experience with that. Of course, you know, he gave it back to me and he said, you know, this music thing is mine. You are just my vessel in which 
I chose to, you know, give it to the people. And um, I really believe that, you know, I'm a, I'm a vessel. I am not, um, I am not, an, I'm not a regular artist in which I will sit here and be like, I wrote this song. You know, I will say, oh, look at this song I wrote. But in all honesty, look at this song God gave me and hear it and, you know, worship with it because all of my music is worship. Um, it may not have pianos and guitars and sound like Hillsong, but it's worship, you know? Um, yeah, so, so yeah, so, you know, I had my little moment where I had to sacrifice, you know, sacrifice my son, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, oh, yes. Yeah. I, I know, then, it's like the ram in the bush where it's like... exactly. I mean, exactly. I think God is just like fed up with a lot of things that are going on that we put in front of him and we're like, accept this. And a lot of things that we do, our actions, our thoughts, the meditations of our heart go up as an incense. Prayer in the Bible, it talks about prayer being almost like an incense. And so mm -hmm. I can only imagine like the meditation of our heart, what God is seeing from us, like based off of just society and people, places and things. But what I wanted to say is like, like this has definitely been a season where he's like testing people. Mm -hmm. He's testing our hearts. He's removing, he's clearing things out. Cause like you said, like one of my business ventures, you know, um, I had given up everything. I wiped the slate clean. I'm the one thing I was instructed to do was clear out all my social media because if I was going to do social media, I always see it as ministry. And if mm -hmm. I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it for God. Like social media is ministry because people don't always go to church, but they always on their phones. You know what I'm saying? So when we put content out, it's an opportunity to minister. Exactly. And so, um, but in me giving up everything, like in one of my business ventures, like my upline, somebody went in and they made sure I was still active. And I'm like, mm -hmm. why am I still active? Like somebody literally went into the account and paid for it. Like I, like you said, had given it up in my heart. Mm -hmm. But I think sometimes he wants us to give things up for real from a sincere place. And he will give that ram in the bush. But now when I approach anything else, the priority is different. Like mm -hmm. my social media is for ministry. God is first. Um, you know, whatever I'm doing is not my God. And whenever mm -hmm. I feel myself relying too much on it, I drop to my knees. Literally, I run up to, you know, I'm in the attic. I, this is where my studio is, where I do my stuff. Mm -hmm. So I run up to the attic and hit the floor and just look for my Bible or I look, you know, for verses for whatever feeling I'm feeling and try to find a word, you know, to, to speak to me. And I don't just go in my Bible app. If there's a verse in there, I go open my real Bible because a lot of time when he speaks to me, it's the scripture that's like around that area. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, if, if there's something that I'm feeling, then I'm like, okay, I go here, but then I always see something on the side. Like, and that's mm -hmm. the conversation we're having. So, you know, I could definitely relate to the ram in the bush because sometimes he'll mm -hmm. tell you to give something up to see if you'll give it up. And then he'll exactly. give you something way. Because I had people coming up to me like, oh, I want to join because it's like kind of like um, one of those things where other people have to join. And they were like, I want to be with you and I'm bringing my mom and we're going to help you. And I'm just like, I wasn't even looking for y'all. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm focused on Jesus, <laughs> you know, and then I check my back office and I'm active and I'm like, wait a minute, I don't even have to buy anything to participate in this. Like, what is this? So I think sometimes mm -hmm. we'll give it back to you. But then when your heart is postured in the right way, then it's like, OK, well, I see your heart now. He just has to do like a um, surgery on you sometimes. And exactly. I don't think you should give up because I was actually in the car with my husband and we were listening to the song. And I was like, he's so honest. Like, your lyrics are so honest. And it's just, like, refreshing because a lot of people be capping, mm -hmm. like, all the time. 
but it's just like your honesty in your writing like it's just dope like i can't even there's no other way for me to describe it like i'm Thank and you. i listen to the music in my car because mm-hmm. that's that's the whole purpose of street church music so we can have a, a cha station we can listen to in the car because i mm-hmm. don't like i don't want to have to listen to everything else i feel like our music is good enough you know what i'm saying yeah. it's on the same level like the artists that are out now the bars that they're spitting the gospel soul trap artists that are out you know what i'm saying deserve opportunity to be able to ride around and listen to the work that they put in and just you know know that it's not in vain because as an artist i can relate to that yeah so yeah you cannot quit like thank you i appreciate it. i'm not quitting now i ain't quitting yeah. now but uh i definitely heard clearly to quit and i think um you know when i told people they were like what you're gonna, you're gonna quit and I was like, yeah, that's that's what I'm hearing. And they were like, oh, that's probably not what you're hearing. That's probably not what you're hearing. But yeah, that, that's that's what I heard. But I, I think um, it was keen because, you know, if I would have heard God say, give it up and just gave it up without without focusing on him and being like, yes, that's you. And being like, OK, you telling me to give it up. But but God never tells you to give up something and doesn't give you something else. Yeah. Right. Thanks. Your purpose, your purpose continues, even if he takes something away. Right. Um. And I knew that and I recognized that. So when he said, give it up, I said, okay, you know, what else do I have? And I'm a teacher. So I have kids. So it may not be music. That was my purpose then, but I needed to focus on my job as a kindergarten teacher and plant seeds in these kids and tell them, you know, that, that they're able to do everything and that they're, they can be at whatever they want to be or whatever. You know what I mean? So I started focusing on that instead. And in that, my purpose was, was seen to be, okay, now mute, now use your music that I gave you, God, that I gave you to, to minister to everybody and not just these children. You know what I mean? Wow. So, yeah. So, so the loss, the loss of music really made me step back and see the entire picture that what am I really, you are a teacher. You, your music is your lesson and you are teaching these kids the lessons that you're, these people who listen, your listeners, the lesson that you have learned. You know what I mean? Yeah. The lessons of, you know, going through suicidal attempts you know, the lessons of going through depression, the lessons of going through uh, not knowing where you are and being honest with, you know, the people who care about you. Hey, I don't know where I am. I don't know where God is. You know, I feel alone. And I think, and that's where the honesty comes from because, you know, I was raised in a family where honesty is, that's the greatest policy. If you can be honest, someone can save you. You know what I mean? Right. You won't be saved if you're, you know, if your legs cut off and you're telling somebody you can walk. <laughs> you know, you're gone now. No, you cannot walk, fam. Exactly. <laughs> So, so being honest is, is key. And I think, um, a lot of people, especially now, you know, you're seeing a lot of people be honest about their, um, their, um, their mental and their psyche, oh, but yeah. um, that's, that's not huge for, that's not known for, especially black men. That's not normal. So, so I think, yeah, I, I you have to be honest in this, in this genre, especially as a Christian, you gotta be right. honest about it because Christians yeah. are seen as, you know, we think that you know, people who aren't in the religion think that Christians are high and mighty. And I think, especially nowadays, some Christians do act like that. Um, so being honest and being, you know, respectful, key respectful, um, is important, is very important. Yeah. And then with, with the whole mental health thing, um, you know, I've had issues in the past with that. I've had, um, I think I tried to commit suicide at 13. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, you know, going to the hospital and going back to school and people knowing there was something wrong and the bullying and, you know, 
And it was just, mm-hmm. it was a lot. And then in my adulthood, especially with this COVID thing, the anxiety mm-hmm. um, has been like really a lot. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I, you know, have, I feel like I have a relationship with God where it doesn't just take, because see the thing that the Christians do, they'll say, oh, well just pray and just shout and no. Like, <laughs> Um, whenever I, cause I've conquered depression before, but when mm-hmm. I conquered it, I was going to therapy once a week. I was, you know, taking medication. I was going to church. I was reading mm-hmm. my Bible. I was doing like four things consistently. And we got to a point in my treatment where I had spoken with the lady so many times that she was just like, at the time I was working on my bachelor's at that time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I wasn't really on drugs anymore. Like I used to do, you know, a lot of weed and stuff. But I wasn't taking drugs. I was focused. I was like, don't give me no medicine. This going to have me drowsy. I got things to do. Like, I have a job. I'm in school. Like, I wasn't one of those patients that's just like, yeah, I need, no, I don't need something that's going to, you know. And so she got to a point in my treatment where she was like, Christina, I don't think you need this anymore because you've been coming to treatment. And I was going to church at the time and I was praying and I was praising. And there was like a number of things that I had to do in order to overcome it. Not to say that it didn't come back because things in life happen sometimes and it does come back sometimes. You know, I started losing Mm -hmm. a lot of people, my grandma, my dad, my uncle used to pay for my studio time. So, and they all lived in Cleveland and I'm still in Cleveland and they're not here. So I'm just here Mm -hmm. like my husband and my kids. So, I mean, you know, I had to, if I want to overcome it again, I have to go through the, I know what to do now because I've overcome it before. It's like warfare. You know what I'm saying? That's why I like the book yeah. of Joshua because it's warfare. It's like, there's a promise. So my promise is peace. If my promise is happiness, if my promise is joy. There's a battle that has to be fought to get to that victory. It's not always um, monetary. You know, there's a battle for your purpose. There's a battle for your um, mental health. Like, you know what I'm saying? And so for me, my tools and my weaponry is not just the word. And not just prayer, but it's also using people who have committed their lives to helping people get over. It doesn't make you crazy because you need somebody to talk to that's not biased, who can really listen to you and help you sort through life. Because there's not a lot of people that are willing to sit there and listen because everybody's dealing with their own stuff. Like, exactly. Especially right now. Especially yeah. right now. So, so I'm glad that it's being brought to the forefront and more people are coming out about it because I think it's a secret peace that goes on in the african-american community particularly that it's like a taboo thing but it's really over the years it has wreaked havoc on our families on our ability to stay like i believe we should normalize um two parent families you know yeah i think a lot of people talk about let's normalize luxury and let's normalize this and that let's normalize having kids raised with two parents and a lot of times, maybe there are mental health issues that keep the parents from being able to communicate because they need counseling, but nobody wants yeah. to go. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I think that that's like, you know, dope that you opened up about that because a lot of people are suffering, but they don't want to admit it. But there is a, there's hope though. Like in mm-hmm. the word, God can restore your joy and your peace, especially if you lost a loved one, he can restore it. Like, um, you know? Yeah, and I think I think what you said, um, suffering. It's okay to suffer as a Christian. I mean, a lot of people don't. A lot of Christians don't bring it up because it's like, you know, when you go to when you go to someone who um, doesn't really think that um, mental illness is like real, they're <laughs> like, oh, just pray about it. Just you know, read the scripture. God will take care of it. You know that 
that that is pushed you know to us to us you know a key right you can't like it's okay to suffer and it's okay to be to be in a headspace where where you're not okay yeah. and to be a christian right and i think that's where that's where you push for for christ more um so if someone were to come to you and say you know hey i'm dealing with this i wouldn't i'm not going to push you you know oh read the scripture you'll be fine i'm not going to throw scriptures at you i mean you're going to ask yeah how you feeling what's going on they're going to tell you how they feel and then you say well here's what christ has to say about about anxiety or here's what christ right. has to say about you know, um stress here's what christ has to say about this but here's also what i have to say about it because i've been through there you know i've been there you know what i mean yeah. so yeah because some people yeah. i mean and then a lot of people who don't who don't have it they try to say stuff and it's like <laughs> if you're not here and you have not personally overcome this thing just let the professionals, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Or somebody yeah. who's struggling. Like for me, it's counseling, it's medication, if if they say so. And I, I think God brought me through that season to show me you can get to a point where you don't even need this if you talk to somebody on a regular basis. <laughs> and they can see you and they can check in with you and you're in a good space. And, you know, it could be um, just a, a short period of time that you just need to be able to heal properly because a lot of times people are hurting in a lot of different places and they're like oh i'm uncomfortable and you can't heal if you don't talk about it <laughs> so exactly. you can, there's a way to overcome it 100 percent, but we have to do the work like and i don't i've always been open about my struggles with like i have a periscope page where i go on these rants <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i could totally relate but i know for a fact that God can bring you through. And I'm not going to say it's going to stay away forever because mm -hmm. things happen, circumstances happen. But if you can get over it once, you can get over it again. Exactly. You are more, you're more than a conqueror in Jesus Christ, yeah. 100%. And that's, that's with anything, literally like anything. And that, I want to stress that just whoever's listening right now, anything the Lord can get you through, anything. And I, I am a 100% witness of that. So, so yeah, I, I agree with that 100% more than a conqueror and so what okay so you talked about covid talked about i think it's really good that you, the space that you're in right now because just your transparency about like where you were when you made your first music and god taking you through this journey and now you're working mm -hmm. on new stuff and being led by the holy spirit and then you're allowing him to guide you through like i'm excited for the new music because I know, I already know you got to right. I'm, I'm excited too, man. I mean, I'm really excited about just the, just you know, the singles coming out and then um, the big album coming out that I, I'm really excited about. Every good gift uh, that's going to come out in like September, November uh, time of next year. But I'm ex I'm extremely excited. Oh, Thought for Mission Three uh, is coming out at some point too. So I'm just really excited, and it's really it's really really you know God driven. So, so it's just, I know it's going to touch somebody. Uh, it's already touching me. Um, you know, I found the sound that, that best suits me. I found, you know, like I said, the writing process that best suits me. Um, and even the recording process that best suits me. So I'm just, I'm extremely excited. Um, and extremely, you know, just happy that the Lord has just given me a breakthrough, um, in my music. So. Wow. This, and then I'm so happy that this is like a conversation and not really just an interview. Cause I think some mm -hmm. interviews are like dry and it's just like, what is going on now? And it's just like, <laughs> you know, but I wanted it to be a conversation. Um, and so let's see. So you're on iTunes, right? I am iTunes, Apple music, Spotify, Amazon. I think I'm on title. 
but I don't pay for that. So. Okay. <laughs> All right. And what do you think that there's like a message? Like if there had to be a message for your last project, like what would the overall message be for people? Okay. Like what so do you? Go ahead. Oh no. Oh, okay. Um, so my last project was thought formation two, right? Um, and with one and two, um, you can really see a change in, in the way that I'm thinking and the way that I write. Um, so thought for Mission one has, um, a song called night moves, um, which is really just about, uh, kind of a thought process at night. And then there's, there's the last song is called, I hate myself. Right. So I was really in a, in a point where, where the nighttime was really where, you know, the enemy was attacking, um, just my mental, um, and just not seeing myself, um, so to speak as a, as a children, as a child of God. Um, I was seeing myself as, you know, depressed and kind of just like, since I'm depressed, I'm far, as far away from God as possible. And I don't like that. You know what I mean? Um, and then at the beginning of Thought for Mission 2, the introduction, I, I tell them, I'm like, hey, so I'm fine. You know, I worked out my, um, my mental with the Lord. Um, this album is really just about um, that process of working out, uh, being fearful of the choices that I've made in the past, um, realizing where I am. And just kind of being, you know, um, being okay with where I am and where God is taking me, you know, um, when it comes to my mental state. Um, so yeah, Thought Form Mission uh, Two was really just about um, letting everybody know that the journey isn't isn't easy, but it's it's okay that it's not easy if you have, you know, if you're holding on to God and holding His hand. Um, like there's a song called uh, on it called Fearful. And it's, now, you know, see, that's the one that's the one that's on the radio right now. Oh yes, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you guys, if you check out Street Church Music, the radio station, like we're playing that song that he's talking about. And that's the song that I talked about that is so dope because you're honest. And I think a lot of times Christians it ministers differently. Because a mm -hmm. lot of times Christians try to minister from this soapbox. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Where they're just like so just, oh, I'm so perfect. But no. Like, you're like, this is what it is, God. And I think those conversations are powerful because it's like God sees that you're not playing with him. Like, you're really confiding in him and you're really trying to change and you're really, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? I love yeah. that song. I do. Thank you. I appreciate it. Because that, that song is, it really ministers to me, um, you know, especially because a lot of people are fearful of the choices that they've made. Um, and the pain that that brings, God, can you fix this pain? Because I know I sinned. You know, right. I know you tell me not to sin. And now that I've done it, you know, are you really going to, are you going to love me through this process? And are you going to punish me through this process? Which God isn't a punishing God, right? All, all he does is just hold our hands through the consequences of what we did. Um, and I think that's a beautiful thing. He's not, he's not a parent that it's like, oh, here's a lollipop when you just, you know, smack me in my face and sin, <laughs> you know? Right. But he's a God that says, you know, you're going to take the consequences of what you did. But I will be there, you know, when you sin and after you sin and after you get over that sin. So, so don't think you're alone in this process. And you can be scared. You know, you can be scared. It's okay to be scared. Um, but just recognize that when you're scared, you got God behind you. So keep walking and take those consequences head on and just do it humbly, you know. Yeah, so, so Fearful, Fearful is one of, my, one of my favorite songs. Definitely one of the, the most, you know god-led songs um out there i promise yeah when i was on itunes i was listening i was like okay 
I know we said we were going to put one of the songs, and it was the one song that really stood out to me because it was just real. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, there was something about it. Mm. I appreciate that. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's it, my it, jam. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I just want to say thank you for allowing us to have a conversation with you about your art. And, you know, I want to encourage you not to give up because we need to hear that new music. Okay. <laughs> I hear you. Thank you. I will. <laughs> I won't give up. I promise. Yeah. God willing, I won't give up. <laughs> and shout out to you um, with those kids. That's a ministry. And I really believe God is like, put you're a teacher and you have so many talents and gifts musically that I'm excited to see how he uses your gifts to teach people. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm in a way that they can relate to because to me that's christ-like like i'm excited 100 yeah thank you i appreciate that because teaching is it's it's a passion definitely so so I'm, I'm just glad that the lord opened my eyes to really what it was you know um it's not just teaching kids it's it's nurturing and you're growing you know you're planting seeds um every day in those children's lives and you know even in the one that acts the best to the one that acts the worst you know um you 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 start to understand what every kid needs um and he's the same way with us you know he understands what every child of god needs um and he gives it to us and that's the that's the beauty behind it um behind god that he just gives us everything that we need and though we may not see it um it's there and i think that's that's a beautiful thing and that's what hope is right that's right what gives us hope so that part right there so I'm going to wrap it up. I'm not going to ask corny questions because I feel like (laughs) this conversation was really dope and it gave us all the opportunity to just get to know you and your backstory and just, you know, just about the music. And we're excited about what you have currently and what's to come. So make sure that you reach out to us so that we can get like the exclusive on the... (laughs) I'm off. I got you. I got you. I got you. For that new, new, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'll hit you. I'll hit you guys up um, <laughs> about the, the new single graduation coming out. Yes, I'm excited. So, you. thank you again so much. Of Do course. you have anything else you want to let the people know? Tell us how we can reach you. What your social media situation is? Uh, yeah. So, uh, if you guys want to follow me, uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at nobody ghy. That is nobody ghy. Um, and you'll see my face, it's right there. Um, yeah, I think the one message that I really wanna put out to the people who um, listen to my music already and are going to listen is that, you know, um, throughout your life, you're gonna go through problems, uh, you're gonna have issues, um, you're gonna have things that are really gonna come against you, but just remember that the Lord has you and that nobody is gonna hurt you because that's where it comes from, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's the yes, okay. So. <laughs> Thank you again, and we will definitely look forward to having you come back again and hang out with us. And yeah, so everybody, if you get a chance, check out the blog www.streetchurchmusic.com. Go on the Instagram page at Street Church Music. If you click on a link in the bio and click on Listen to Radio Station, you can literally listen to our radio station anywhere in your car, at your house, in the store. When you ignore people, you really don't want to listen to that type of thing. So um, mm-hmm. don't ignore people. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm going to go and, yeah, and see you guys later. And, again, thank you so much. Nobody, G-H-Y. We look forward to seeing what God is going to do in your lives. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs>